Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin. This program Desiree. is sponsored by P4P Muscle. <laughs> Desiree. <laughs> Number one <laughs> drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, like what, Kalen Patterson? Like a Mack truck through ice cream sugar. <laughs> Check <laughs> us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's get on with the, how did you say, Kalen, the chitta-chatta and the banter? Or get on with the banter and the chitta-chatta, the banter. And you know how we do. Kalen Patterson. So yeah. I understand there's some exciting things going on at Fit Body U tonight. Oh, we've got some weird, strange people. Uh, there's some people that get into <laughs> fitness, and there's some people that basically have no clue about being healthy or fit, mentally or physically. And they have to be addressed just like everything else because the one thing that people love to do at the gym is de-stress. And you sure don't want to have that world in reality warped because people are basically being harassed un- uncomfortably. And so, you know, when that time occurs, thankfully I've been raised by a policeman, my dad, and basically spent years as a bouncer, so I'm not uncomfortable in either situation, and it was a dream. <laughs> it's always something going on in your end of the world. Sometimes I feel like... I must be standing still over here, but you know I'm kind of okay with that. I like my little, this little <laughs> uneventful happenings that I have going on most of the time. So I am good with that. So uh, last weekend, yeah. Well, it's, there's something to be said for that. Something to be said for no yeah. drama. Um, oh wait, wait. Speaking of last weekend, before you get started. I have to give a shout-out and props to the DMC. Two weeks in a row. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you, and sir. You thank you, sir. People be represented. What? Yeah. Yeah. In the house. So, if you're okay, wondering what we are rambling on, like. Carla wants to know um, what DMC I'll let you explain that. Well, no, you go ahead and explain it because you came up with it. What does DMC stand for? It stands for Desiree Desiree, being the mistress of ceremonies at two. Let me count them two weeks in a row. Two. Yeah. I know. I know. So if you guys, you guys meaning you out there in listening, listener land, are wondering what we're rambling on about like mad people over here, Last weekend, uh, we were at Lauren Thomas's premiere preview of the OCB Skyview Classic. So pretty much for the past three weeks, we have been at a show three weeks in a row. We were at North American, Doug Randolph's show, and then we were at P4P Undefeated. 
with Undefeated uh, Joseph in Bolton. In whole chunk, Joe Manning and Chad Adamovich. And then this past weekend, we were in Illinois again. So we went Illinois, Wisconsin, back to Illinois with Lauren Thomas for the OCB Skyview Classic. And, you know, I was not expecting to be the MC for that show, but it just so happened that the opportunity popped up. And um, I said, sure thing. And it Once was a again, show. It was a good show. Nailed it. Once again, another first-time show. So this is our second first-time show two weeks in a row. And yes, uh, I hadn't even out. thought about that. That's so true. Yeah. It is. It is. And speaking of drama, so <laughs> you know Murphy's Law, anything that could go wrong will go wrong. And uh, poor Lauren he had a few of those situations that happened, but I have to give him props. He handled it with grace. The one in particular that I have to talk about, though, and then we'll get on with the, his show and the athletes where the action is really at, but the DJ who was there <laughs> running the sound for the show decides to book two events on the same day and had his end time mixed up. So he was he left, not was getting ready to leave. He left before the show was even over. The night show was just about to get started, and he's like, well, I'm going to be here for 20 more minutes. <laughs> and we're like, well, what the heck are we supposed to do now? Because we had all these athletes that still had to do their tea walks and then the award presentations, and we needed a mic and music for all of that. So thankfully we had Corey Carruthers there to help <laughs> make sure that my mic didn't get shut off, and Kalen Patterson there with his handy-dandy playlist on his phone, making sure that there was still music for all of the onstage activities. And I think it was pretty much flawless. I couldn't really tell when we transitioned from the DJ to Kalen. So, I mean, the music came up when we needed it. The music um, went down when we needed it. Um, I had a short in my (laughs) microphone, I think, so when my sound shorted out... Corey was there to plug me back in. So, you know, it was all good, but it's just one of those things like, what do you mean you're leaving? You can't be leaving. Yes. You're committed to this show. It is not over, but he was out. And then I'm like, well, the head judge is going uh, to need a microphone possibly. He was out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the craziest part about it all, is he, is he was, I don't know if he was nice enough or just <laughs> just didn't have a clue enough but he left some of his stuff there for us to use which was great like cords and a mic and some different things I'm like well I really hope that he comes back to get it because I don't know how that's going to pan out but it was Was crazy it could have been a disaster it could have been a disaster but it wasn't a disaster and the show went on, and that's what's most important is that the show went on. So it was it was all good. So, um, you know, I didn't have a chance to be on the show when Lauren Thomas was on P4P Real Talk. So Kaylin um, flew solo on that one and did a fantastic job. But for those folks who weren't able to listen to that interview, and please do go to the archive and listen to it, but kind of give them an update on, Lauren's goal for the show, Kalen, and just, you know, all of the excitement that encouraged him to put the show on, um, kind of give him that recap and, and uh, hindsight as to everything that went into making the OCB Skyview Classic. 
Well, you know, Lauren is, is, is a competitor himself in men's physique, and he just, you know, like most people, when he got the bug and he got that hit, it wasn't just enough to compete, but he also wanted to give back. And, and giving back meant, like, doing more and more and more to help out the athletes because he thought he had a little background into it. And I do mean he really went into it headstrong. He had a passion for it. And he really did well with the setup. I mean, uh, the stage was very good. The lighting was very good. And he, he had enough expediters and plays and people in place to make that show work. One of the things he had not prepared himself for was everything else. And I do mean everything else because it came and it bit him and it bit him hard like this and sharing. And he seemed to be just hit from leaps and bounds in preparing. And when he was doing this, like I said, he had an idea for it when we were talking on the show. If you go back in the archives, you'll hear everything he was saying. And he was so passionate about it. And you could hear the love and life that he had in it. So, you know, he would be able to weather the storm. And he did weather the storm. We're talking hindsight and foresight. So we go back and forth to show how things panned out. And he spoke on the show about, you know, how he just wanted to give back to the athletes, give them a chance to, uh, you know, show their wares. And he felt like there weren't enough uh, Midwest shows. And I thank God for the promoters that are thinking that way. Des and I both love the fact that we don't have to travel as far to show the best of the Midwest. And I do like to represent the Midwest, and Des does as well. And he was speaking <clears throat> as much as he could about how people needed to understand that natural athletes are out there. Uh, we are in big numbers, and we can bring top-notch physique. And that was one of the things that he wanted to do in the region that is uh, the northern region of Illinois is pretty much dominated by the enhanced individuals. And he was saying there should be more in place of natural athletes, and they should be able to show their best with, you know, good representation from the promotion side, not just the competitors looking good, but actually having venues and, you know, chances to show their best. And he was really driven by that. And like Des was saying earlier, thank God, because with the waylay he was taking and the beating he was taking for, you know, the first year shows, and basically all the problems that can come from that, I thank God that he had that kind of passion to deal with everything that came up with that. Yep, yep. And so, you know, and just, you know, the location, the venue uh, people, I'll call them, did not have his stage set up the way that they were no. supposed to. I mean, so he was, due to no fault of his own, really, <laughs> he was scrambling like mad. But he had a great group of people that uh, were there, showed up, helped pull everything together. And really, I think the show only started maybe 10 minutes late, 15 tops with everything that was going on. And you never would have known um, all of the stuff that was going on behind the scenes that wasn't going right for Lauren that day because it really was a pretty seamless show once it got started. And I will say one thing about the venue. So it was a – it was – I want to kind of call it kind of a studio theater from the standpoint that it was small. And at first I was like, wow, this is, this is really small, but the stage worked out well. And the seating was mm-hmm. such that, I mean, it filled up. I mean, and it just looked yes. really full and it was a nice supportive crowd and it just had a really nice feel and atmosphere to it. So I did really enjoy that. Another notable thing about this show, this, um, in addition to it, it really going very smoothly in spite of in spite of the circumstances of the day, several things that went on. 
um, a lot of teen competitors in this show. I don't think I have ever seen so many teen competitors in one show, and this being a first-time show, it was, I mean, pretty outstanding. And I say so many, it's not like there was, you know, 50, but there were four, and usually in any given show you might have one. Maybe you'll have two. But they had four across three categories. You had one teen in classic physique, which I have not seen that before. You had two in men's physique, and you had one in bikini. And they all were really standout athletes for their age. I mean, they were all between the ages of uh, 16 and 18, I think. Yeah. And, uh, or, or 15 and 17, 16 and 17, somewhere in there. But, yeah. It was it was something else. So I enjoyed okay. watching them up on the stage and the excitement okay. they had. So it was very cool. Yes, Kaylin. Yes, Mr. Uh, Patterson. Laura doesn't believe oh, it. Uh, she's saying what? she's saying how can that many troubles be up, up in a show and no one see it, meaning the audience. Um, you know, because by the time the audience rolled in, I mean. Tables were set, trophies were set, banners were up, the expediter had the athletes in line. Uh, we actually had music and uh, microphone and sound at that point, and it, the show just happened. So, you know, once all of that stuff was done, audience was left, let in, they were all sitting, waiting to watch, and the head judge took over, and there it went. And it really was smooth. So I just say praise yeah. the Lord for that. Um, now, granted, it's, this was a it was a, a much simplified production when you compare it to uh, P for P Undefeated. If P for P Undefeated had run into all of those troubles with the type of production they were trying to carry off, I they wouldn't have been able to hide that. But this was. Um, uh, a smaller first-time show when I mean, I'm talking in comparison to P for P undefeated for a first-time show, he had a great turnout. Um, yeah. And the venue was such that it was, you know, it looked very nice, but it was very simple and everybody knew what their role was and what their job was. And again, you had a great judging panel. You had expediters that knew what they were doing and the athletes yeah. listened and it, and it just happened. Well, I'd like to add oh, that, you know? that you know, it was a, a definite team effort. And Lauren did yes. one thing that most promoters that do have successful shows do, and that's delegate, delegate, and delegate. So the people that knew yes. more than him in certain areas, he had no issue in letting them take the reins for it. And he had no issue in basically making sure the people that could do their best show their best when they needed to. And I was very, you know, I, I, there's a lot of respect that has to go to a fella like that that's willing to basically let someone take the reins on a first-year show because it's all falling on him, and he's basically trusting people to take the reins. I mean, for you know, to ask Des to MC and just hold her own even when the mic's getting out and to, uh, you know, have other people step in and, you know, hold the force so basically, you know, he can still have a smooth-running show because even though his name, he, he gets all the blame. Let's be honest, he would have gotten all the blame if anything had gone wrong, and he still trusted people basically to hold the fourth form so he could get through it. And there were plenty of problems, let me tell you, plenty of background problems, but he never panicked, he never let it show, and he never let it get in the way of the competitors showing and doing their best. 
And that's what promoting is all about because you don't know what's going to happen. And there are a lot of behind-the-scenes issues that happen. We saw a good example at the North American with, the you know, basically a person being less than cordial and respectful to the competitors on stage. But because it was handled so well, a lot of people missed it, which they should have because it would have taken away from the show. Same thing at Lauren's show where he was holding his own, even though his world is falling apart, and he's watching it happen. And, you know, the panic button was being hit, but he never let it take away from the competitors, the atmosphere, or the energy. Because like Dad was saying, we had a packed house at that show. Even though it was a smaller mm-hmm. form, there were plenty of people in there. They were well engaged. They were Everyone was into the show, and he never let that leave the atmosphere. Everything was positive, upbeat, and energetic. And it stayed that way throughout. And I was amazed because, you know, we had that the same crowd, for the morning show, and it grew to even bigger at the night show. And the cheering never mm-hmm. ended until the show was done. And that's what you love about natural bodybuilding, but it's a great thing for a promoter and everyone there to have it stay as a show that is basically running exactly as it should, even though everything was showing that it should not have. That's- yep. You know, everything Kaylin said, plus one thing I have to say about this crowd is that they, I mean, <laughs> there were some some key fans there, and they were cheering for anyone and everyone up there. It didn't matter yes. if it was yes. their athlete or not. I mean, at one point, you know, somebody said, hey, Tiffany, good job, and then um, – you know, this this one gal, she was just like, I just heard your name, Tiffany. I see you. I got you. And then from there on out, she was Tiffany's biggest fan. Wasn't her athlete, but, I mean, she was like that, everybody. And I would have to say that's pretty consistent of, you know, the type of crowd that was there because sometimes it's just brutal. <laughs> the audience is yeah. not engaged because, and I'd say it's not because they're not excited about it, but they just don't know what's proper etiquette at a bodybuilding competition. And if you don't know, then let me tell you, come to cheer. Come to cheer for everyone who is there. Maybe you're not cheering for them as loud as you're going to cheer for the bodybuilder that you love, that you came there to see, but cheer for everyone because a lot of times, depending on where the athlete's coming from or just plain expense or scheduling, sometimes they're there solo. and They have no one to, you know, emotionally support them. And so it is always nice when they have someone who's clapping for them, cheering for them, whether it's their key walk or, you know, they hear their number called from the audience um, just saying, hey, you know, 12, smile, or looking good, 12, or whatever that is. So, you know, whenever you go, be prepared to show some love to all of them because they all they all need it. It makes a difference. They stand up a little taller. They smile a little brighter. So, it's yeah. all good. Okay, it is all gonna, good. I'm going to emphasize what Claudia is saying because I was going to actually bring up this point. And she says, come on now, guys, really. If people feeds in the house, don't you guys bring it anyway? But also, doesn't Desiree get to take some of that credit for being the MC and making sure that people stay engaged? Good point, Claudia. And actually, you're, going to, you're parroting what I was going to say anyway because I was going to give props to my, my uh, co-hostess with the most. And she basically rocked the house just like she does. And because she can be on both sides, because she has competed, because she has judged, and she has been a fan of the sport, 
these things do play a factor in basically making sure everyone in the building stays engaged. So props again, the uh, great job that says all right. And just speak on that so people can understand that it's not easy for you either because, you know, there's names that are really, really tough to pronounce. And basically you're doing your homework as the show is going to make sure you, you engage with them to get their names correctly. You talk to them directly to make sure. And then there's other things about background yeah. because, honestly, some people's handwriting isn't the best, but you still find a way to get through that and still give a good presentation of who they are and who they want to thank. So i got to give a hats off, but also speak on that, please. Well, I just have to say praise the Lord. I, you know, I'm always excited to have these opportunities, and I've had two back-to-back now, so I think it's fantastic. I love it. I mean, I love this part of the sport as well. Um, but, yeah, you know, Sometimes it does take a little impromptu, um, and so, you know, one of the tricks of the trade that I've learned very quickly is that wherever your podium is, if you can position yourself close to where the athletes are coming out, it is a lifesaver because some of these names are just crazy hard to pronounce. And so being able to just turn to them right before they come on stage and just ask them how to pronounce their name, it makes all the difference because the last thing I want to do is be stumbling over their name and taking away from their stage time because the audience is too focused on me not being able to introduce who's coming on stage. So I definitely like to be able to get their name right and, you know, just give them a proper introduction. Um, and then in this show, too, not all of the athletes had their bios written, so they were, you know, fast and furiously trying to scrawl those down and then, you know, if you don't have a chance to read from beforehand, it's 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 kind of an adventure not knowing if the sentence is correct or what it is that they're saying, if they're missing words because they're writing so quickly. But, you know, it all comes together. So it's, it's you know, there are a lot of moving parts to the show altogether, but then also each individual job there are moving parts. And, you know, you just really don't realize how much goes into it, into a show from everyone involved, from the athletes through the expediter, through the judges to the the MC until you've been in that, in that role. So I just have to say hats off to everyone because it's, it, it does take a village. It does take a village to pull off a bodybuilding competition. So awesome job folks to everyone out there, if we have any other of the participants from um, the OCB Skype, you, you guys you guys did great. So I just want to say thanks for all of your work for pulling off a fantastic show as well. And there you have it. And that includes Kalen, because you're right, when Kalen's in the house, he's cheering for everybody. So you can't mistake <laughs> him. <laughs> no matter where he is in the room, you know He's in the room, and he makes everybody feel good. So that's always good, too. So, yeah, that's what that is. But you know what, guys? So we've, we've carried on for like 20 minutes now, and we haven't even told you who the winners are. And that's <laughs> who our came big away question. with the hardware? That is a big question. So we're not only going to talk about who came away with the hardware at the OCB Skyview Classic, but we are going to take a jump back and talk about who came away with the hardware at P4P Undefeated, because we haven't even had a chance to do that. The last show we had about P4P Undefeated, we talked about every aspect of the show, but naming who all the winners were. So if you will bear with us, we are going to share some of that here tonight. 
Are you ready for that, Kaylin Patterson? Yes, ma'am, I am. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start with the OCB Skyview Classic because that's what we spent most of our time talking about tonight. Um, and so bodybuilding, you know, they had novice competitors. I have to say, so Chandler Carnock was the um, novice competitor. He also competed in the Open. But the one thing I want to say about Chandler is, Props to Chandler because he had lost 75 pounds since January of this year, and he's still on his weight loss journey, but this was one of his goals to uh, get prepared. And, you know, other than his conditioning, a lot of time when you hear conditioning, it's usually referring to not only stamina and how well they're able to hold their pose and all of that, but just how lean they're able to come in and uh, how defined they look. And so, yeah, his conditioning wasn't quite there um, along with the other bodybuilder competitors, but dude has lost 75 pounds so far just to get to this point. It was up on a stage doing his best. And so props, props, props to Chandler Carnock. But uh, we have to say congratulations to Stuart Wiesner. He was the first place um, champion for the men's open bodybuilding category. Um, and then in men's classic physique, we are going to uh, give a shout out to James King the third, and he was a young buck that came out there and brought it. His posing he really was he looked really good. He lo- he looked good, but he did a great job with his posing. Great smile. Yeah. I mean, just he had the whole package there together, and yes, there did. were some more seasoned athletes that were on the stage with him, but his presentation was just awesome. So hats off to uh, James King III. He won the uh, Classic Physique category at the OCB Skyview Classic. We had a name pop up that we saw at uh, the Rumble on the River, um, Courtney Miles show that was in July, um, NGA show, and she took first place in figure open. And then uh, also hats off to Christina Jonke, and uh, she was first place women's physique 40 plus. So that was pretty awesome. Um, the open, this was one of the largest classes of the night and one of the most hotly contested classes of the night, and that is yes, men's physique. So, Kaylin, why don't you share with us your thoughts on the men's physique category before we share who walked away with first place and who was the newest uh, OCB Pro Card winner in that category. Yeah, well, Miss Physique was a tough one. And, uh, you know, this is one that had the audience confused until we were explaining criteria to some of the people in the audience. And I thank God for Earl's teaching because he ensured that, uh, you know, I knew to basically make people aware when they were questioning because we had one of the guys that was more of a bodybuilder in size and and a lot mm-hmm. of people were saying, well, he looks good. He looked really good, but he was in the wrong class to win first place. He was he was going to do well because of his conditioning and, and basically his posing, but he also suffered because of his building size and, and stature. And, you know, because the audience was engaged and asking questions, that, that basically opened the door for me to answer, you know, correctly and about the criteria of the classes and the criteria for the categories. And it did save a lot of booing that could have happened if people were unknown and unaware. But also we had a lot of close physiques. And, it, it, you know, it's hard for judges to do that. And that's where it comes. We talk about this time and time again about good judging 
making great shows. And this is one of those times where that came into play because if you have two or three competitors in a class that's easy, you know, you have one, two, or three. But when you have people that are basically that close together and, you know, where the posing has to make a big difference, and it did, and this is one of those classes mm-hmm. where you have from top, I think the first four or five were so close that without that criteria, it probably would have been much harder to judge because it's like, you know, it was a good class and they, there was good competition because nobody was ready to relinquish first place. And that's what makes an exciting show. And it does, you know, help the show go along because of the competitiveness that's happening in, 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 that, in that category. And it was just fun to watch because the people on stage were having fun because they didn't understand all the problems that we were having. They just knew they had to represent themselves and represent themselves well, and they did. And uh, well, that has the was the ultimate outcome of what happened from that. They did. I mean, and this was a large enough class that the judges had to split them up um, to give everyone yes. their equal due and judge accordingly. So it's a, it it was, was a great class. So, to them for that. yep. Yep, instead of trying to cram them all in one long line and just look at them all together. I mean, they did that. They had them do their mandatories all as a huge group, and then they split them up and, you know, split them in half, and so they they could take an individual look, a closer look at all of them in in rounds. And so, you know, hats off to the judges for doing that and giving the athletes their due time. No doubt. So with that being said, 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 uh, fifth place went to Jeffrey Holtberg. Um, third place, Quentin Larson. Let me back up. Fifth place, Jeffrey Holtberg. Fourth place went to Aziz Alimi, and I apologize because my list is not in uh, order here. Um, Quentin Larson took third place. Godwin Odor took second place. And Matt McClure, who you guys, if you don't recognize his name, you will once we start talking about P4P undefeated again. He came back. And one, this was his second show, two weeks in a row. P4P undefeated was the week before. And then he was competing in Vegas just uh, this coming weekend, I think. He's still in Vegas this week. So we'll see how he does there. But um, first place in men's open physique. And I'll have to say, I mean, in all the athletes that in this show, they were, they were new to me. I had not had the opportunity to watch them compete before, except for Matt. And Matt brought a phenomenal package to the stage once again. Yes, he and so he looks great, well-deserved first place. His mom was there to celebrate with him, Aww. and it was her birthday. So, yeah, yes. it was it was a special day for all of them. So congrats to all of our top five competitors there. So congrats to all of our athletes at that show, but you guys know what I'm saying here. And then the I other do. most contested, I know you do, Pamela Patterson, the other most contested category of the night, if anyone knows, you know, my friend, uh, was women's <laughs> bikini. And the open yeah. bikini class was quite large, and uh, they gave away a pro card in that category as well. So that was exciting. So fifth place um, went to Carrie Reed. Fourth place, Eileen Corcoran. Third place, Lizzie Jones, and we saw Lizzie compete at the Rumble on the River as well. So it's nice to start to see athletes, you know, when you're show ready to be able to hit additional shows in a closer time frame if you're you're feeling good and your health is in check. Uh, Second place went to Christina Kinnemont, and then first place went to Kelsey Carter. 
And, you know, Kelsey surprised me a little bit. When I first saw her come on stage, I'm like, okay, in my mind, I thought she was a first-place winner because her symmetry Mm -hmm. was just spot on. But the more I looked at her, I'm like, she's really got a figure physique. But what was going on to me is that she has a figure physique, but the muscle wasn't there yet. If she ever decides to jump up to the next level, I think she could be a phenomenal uh, figure competitor as well. But she just had the symmetry was just spot on in that one. I did not feel she was maybe as conditioned as some of the other athletes, but in bikini, I think there's a little more leeway as to which direction the judges may go. And in this particular show, the judge, um, the judging favored symmetry over conditioning. And presentation. Thoughts on that, Taylor? Don't forget the presentation. And presentation. Presentation. Because and she, was, she did great on that yes. aspect as well. Yes. And I think that's what really pushed her over the edge on that because everyone else had a nice stage presence but she really pushed the presentation and she looked at home up there. And I think that, that I, I have to agree with Des on this one. I said when, when she was standing by herself, you, you would swear this is first place all day. But when you saw the other ladies get on stage with her, that's when you had to say, okay, there's going to be a closer comparison because, you know, she's looking a bit stocky, and, and she did. But when, when you talk about symmetry, mm-hmm. that's where she nailed it. And then when she showed herself on stage, her presentation was flawless. And that's what saved her. I really think so because I, I have to wholeheartedly agree with that. When you saw her next to the other women, she looked a lot bigger. And it was just, you know, it was just fascinating yeah. to see how she could present that in a way that made it feel bikini class. And I was like, wow, you know, mm-hmm. I, the more she worked herself on stage, the more you had to respect what she was doing because she made those other girls look small. And I'm not saying this in an insulting way. She just has so much mass. And I mean muscle, not, not body fat. She's a very muscular woman, but the way she presented herself made her bikini, and it worked at this show for that particular day. You know, if she gets any more muscle, she might be out of her category. But with what she had, she presented it well. And, I mean, she owned that stage that day. And, it, you know, hats off to her for basically bringing that much muscle in a bikini frame and still being able to get first place in a pro guard because she really did an excellent job of that. I was really impressed by the time, you know, the show was done. Yep, 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 yep. So that one, I mean... It, it, it wound up the way my gut initially went with, but it could, it could have gone another direction as well, and the judging yes. still would have been. And it would not correct, have been a surprise. I think. No. So I yeah, I know. And there's probably like, what the heck are they talking about? Now I'm confused, and they're always saying this and saying that, but now they're saying today she had one physique, but in in I, you know what, guys? Sometimes you just got to be there. <laughs> yes. That's so all I could to- say. It's probably, we do, we do, and those are going to be out there. I'm way behind. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there, but uh, this weekend I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about getting caught up, about getting everything posted. Um, So those, (laughs) huh? I said we won't be on the road. Hallelujah. No, yeah, praise the Lord. This weekend I am not. 
uh, next month may be a little bit of a different story, but this weekend, yes. you know, I'm 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 looking forward on to just chilling. Again. Yes, Mr. On a road again. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know it. I don't know it. All right. So, oh, you know what? I stand corrected. Whitney Zumdahl, we didn't see her at Rumble on the River. We saw Uh-oh. her at P for P undefeated. Yes, we did. So my apologies, Whitney. I knew I had seen you in the last two weeks, but I got a little ahead of myself. And, and I stand it's okay. corrected. Three shows in three weeks, it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's quite a few athletes, but I love yes. I love it all. So hundreds, hundreds is correct. Um, so those were the highlights of the uh, OCB Skyview Classic, and we got some great, great interviews there as well, so those are going to get loaded. Those are going to get loaded, and uh, you guys will be able to check them out there. So, P for P undefeated. I, You know, I don't even know. I shouldn't even bring this up because it's off topic, but did anybody see the P for P post about the P for P games that are coming? I have no details yeah, on this that. whatsoever other than they said, you guys thought we were Mike finished. <laughs> Obviously, Mike they're drop. not. Yes, mic drop. And it just goes to show Kaylin and I don't always get the information before it goes out. <laughs> they did not feel feel uh, it necessary. Yeah, they did not feel it necessary to uh, bring us in the loop on that one. So, dude, I I don't know. Maybe you've got inside scoop that I don't have. But now I just I got to know what the P for P games are. So I'm really looking forward to getting more details on that. But. Yes. Um, Anyway, so yes, you have more details, or yes, you two are excited to get details. I am excited. What like are, you. What? <laughs> so we are out of the loop. You guys think we're kidding when, when we say the the boys of P for P they let us do our thing and they don't feel it necessary to always bring us in their loop when they <laughs> they're doing their thing. And they're coming up with they all got something. <laughs> They have got something. So anyway, P for P games, that's going to have to be one for a future show, but we will be bringing it to you as soon as we can twist some details out of them. That's for sure. And we will. All right. Now, P for P undefeated. So if you guys have been paying attention to social media, Ho-Chunk, I mean, they have to go back to Ho-Chunk because, you know, we have too much fun just saying it. Um, Yes. But if yes, you guys didn't pay attention to social media, the waterfall was awesome. Um, uh, you've been seeing posts about the king and queen, the and queen of the hill at P for P undefeated. And uh, basically, what that was, if you remember from past shows, is for the pro overall winner of a category, they were going to be the king or queen of the hill, which means if they come back the next year and defend their title, they automatically get an additional bonus. So for next year, it's an additional $500 bonus in addition to all the other swag and payouts that come for that pro category to begin with. Crazy. Crazy. But, But here's the kicker. If another pro athlete comes along and dethrones our king and queen, then they automatically get that bonus. So you have to look. I mean, yep. that's a lot of extra prize money prize coming money your way. Yes, prize money won as a pro. So we promised we would reveal all of the um, 
winners at the P4P Undefeated show. And uh, if you didn't have a chance to uh, check it out yourself, so now we're going to – and what? I I got my fingers crossed. (laughs) Oh, you got your fingers crossed. All right, sorry. I didn't hear that the first time. So we're going to get on with it. So the pro bikini categories. In fourth place, we had Sarah Jean Meyer. And we haven't seen Sarah Jean for a couple of years. That's because Miss Sarah Jean is now a mama to one Miss Quinley, and she has been loving every moment of that. This is Sarah's um, debut back on stage following having a baby. She came in fourth place. And then we have number three, Jesse Ostrowski, who we've had on the show a couple of times in the past couple of weeks. So she came in third. She was our Wonder Woman for the night. She looked awesome. Number two, Laura Austin. She was Rumble on the River, earned her pro card at Rumble on the River, came back, took second place on the pro stage in her pro debut, I believe, at P2P Undefeated. And then, of course, Queen of the Hill, the (laughs) unrefuted, Natural bikini open champion, undisputed, unrefuted, all of the uns undefeated in there, undefeated. (laughs) There you go. Misty Weatherford, her first show of the year, and she takes first place again. Last year she competed in five pro competitions, took first place in all five, kicking off her 2018 season in the same fashion. So congratulations to all of those beautiful ladies. They look phenomenal on stage. Very impressed by all of them. Love seeing them. So now we're moving on to pro men's uh, yes, bodybuilding. Yes, hold on. Hold on. Hold what, on. What, what's up? What's up? I, I got I to gotta say, if, if anyone wants to do bikini, please, if you want to know how to own a stage, just mm-hmm. see what Misty Weatherford does because it's yes. truly, I mean, it, it, and if you can see it live, you're even more blessed because she has truly taken her passion and created a vision of what bikini is like for people who love what they do because her presentation as well as her posing are phenomenal. And I'm not saying this because she's basically impressed so much because she truly has. I'm saying it because this is if, – if you wanted to look up criteria of a first-place bikini, it is really something to behold to see someone that basically has – I don't want to say genetics, but she's worked really hard to get that physique she has. But she also put in the time, dedication, and work for posing and stage walk. Basically, everything that's supposed to be a professional, she's done it. Um, you know, we'll do the mm-hmm. same thing with the with the men's bodybuilding, but I'm just talking about Missy because she has just she's created a look that just matches her presence or, or or whatever. She's just got this aura now that is so comfortable on stage. It's truly something to behold. And if you have a chance to watch it live, I would beg you to do so because it is so much fun to watch someone basically earning and owning their craft. Ned? Yeah. What he said, <laughs> with a hand clap and a little hand heart going behind it. <laughs> All right. So now, pro men's bodybuilding. Coming in, number yeah. four, you have Ron Page. We saw him just a couple weeks ago at the uh, North American. So he came yeah. back, fourth place. Third place, Jay Johnson. Now, 
I just have to say, and this is not taking anything away from Ron Page, but these next three, I mean, I wasn't on the judging panel. But in out. my view, just so close, so close. Lights, phenomenal presentation by all three. I would not wanted to have had to judge this category. So that's right. Third place, Jay Johnson. Wonderful. Second place, a name that many of you know, P4P sponsored athlete Jerome Drakeford looked phenomenal. And Jerome has been battling back from surgery over this past year, year and a half. I don't even know how long it's been, but, you know, I've just been watching him um, get back in the gym, making progress, looked great, looked great. But, again, first place, another lights-out athlete, professional, 100%. And you guys know who that is. That's Nishak Oching. He, what can I say? He is the bodybuilding version of men's bodybuilding version of Misty Weatherford. I mean, just everything about him is first rate. No doubt. No doubt. And, I mean, the muscle bellies on that guy are just phenomenal in itself. But, again, we have somebody who's very passionate about what they do, and it's not just the workouts. It's not just, uh, you know, posing. It's not, it, it's everything, everything. And he brings the total package. And I'm, I'm telling you guys, if you want to improve, you have to own all aspects of what you're doing, even the tough posing after the tough workout, tough diets, after not getting enough sleep. They find a way to get it done, and you're talking about some people that have to be mentally tough beyond understanding to do what they do time and time again. It's nice to win an overall at a show, but when you win on the pro stage as a pro, you're doing something phenomenal because you have seasoned veterans that you're going up against, and you still hold your own dominate and then win on the pro side as well. You are doing something magnificent, and it's not to be underscored it is not to be overlooked. It, it's a, quite an honor to do it. And then to have a show as tough as Dad says, when you have the top three being that close and you still being comfortable in what you do, owning the stage still like you know you can, and basically being a great night show presentation as well where the fans are just mystified, even the competitors coming through the side of the stage just to see something that's so magnificent that they don't want to miss it. Your competition wants to see you do well because they know you're owning that moment. Ned? Yep. And, oh, guys, I have to come through with a correction. Kaylin, I've got an update. So I said Jerome Drakeford was sponsored by P4P, and he – so that was true, I guess, formally sponsored by P4P. He is now sponsored by Redcon. There you go. wanted to be sure to share that update and correction with you. Um, Moving on to open figure shorts. Again, another great category. Although I have to say, Kaylin, I am not seeing as many figure competitors this year as I have seen in past years. And it's not that they're not showing up, but the numbers are just not what I'm used to seeing them in past years. And I don't know for sure what's going on with that. You know, it could just be there's so many more shows, so they're spreading themselves out more. I don't know. I mean, bikini is still strong in numbers everywhere. Okay, share it with us. What is going on with that? Yes, ma'am. One of the things that, you know, with the growth of natural bodybuilding and its popularity, there have been a lot of classifications, a lot of new categories, a lot of classes. 
And one of the things that happens with competitors not being aware, not doing their research, is there's a great deal of confusion that comes from it because people don't tune in to P4P Real Talk when they should. Because we have been Uh-oh. giving updates every year, all the time. When something happens, we basically address the criteria, we address the new changes, and we give the information for the different classes and categories. I think one of the better things we did was we were talking about the transformation class. That saved a lot of people's confusion when they see people step off stage and say, why are they even up there? When we had given that information, mm-hmm. it was no longer a surprise and people stayed updated with that. If we had been able to reach more of the masses sooner, we would have been able to explain the difference in categories and classes, which would be figure, physique, and women's bodybuilding. These are three different categories, but because figure and physique were so close in the beginning of the year, it basically started holding its own toward the end, but by then the confusion had already set itself in the foundation, and that was sad because the next year coming, of course, people are confused. They're saying, then why would I compete until I see what this is supposed to look like? So the numbers are going to be down toward the early part of the year. I think they will increase once the, you know, the, the definitive, side, definitive side of it is shown and you get to see what actual uh, physique, what actual figure, what actual women's bodybuilding looks like because basically people are crossing over and, you know, the mm. audience doesn't get to get the true understanding of what each class is because you're seeing the same person trying to figure out what they're supposed to look like. Okay, if I win in this, now I understand what I'm supposed to do. And I think one of the good examples that you pointed out uh, was at the, the North American, National North American, where a young lady did cross over in all three classes because she was confused. And basically the judges and uh, the DMC, Des being one of them, yeah, doing a great job. Well, she could have because she was so awesome out there. I guess, I guess you could have been an MC there. Yeah, you could have. But you did help her with the understanding on the side of the stage to understand, you know, this is where you would be a better fit. And so now she understands where she fits. And that's what's been happening all year that these competitors are seeing, you know, it's the same person crossing over. They said, well, that's the look for figure. No, she just happened to compete in figure. Well, that's the look for uh, physique. Well, no, she just happened to compete in physique because she's trying to find her place on stage as well as people in the audience trying to figure out what it is. And because of that confusion, it has diminished the numbers in those categories because people are basically doing the wait and see. I have asked every single person when I had the opportunity, why are you doing this and what's the point of it? And then they gave me the answer. And I was like, well, that does make sense because there's so much happening that sometimes we miss, you know, there's cracks in the armor. And basically until we basically mend those tracks, we can't move forward. So, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad that people are doing that. But also I love the fact that, that the North American people were given an answer of why and what. And then you do, you do, you do the how. So it's, it's, it's going to be a learning curve, and that's what we're going through right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thanks for that. Um, so, yeah, figure gals or whether you're a physique gal or, you know, you're trying to get it figured out, but let's, let's, let's see you. Nope. And let the judges help you figure it out if you're not, true, if you're not sure. So, um, okay, so open figure short we had in fourth place Michelle Weishoff. Um, third place Patricia, Patricia uh, Gobrecht. What? I got to jump in. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened 
but he was going to jump in, and then I think he accidentally must have jumped out. Let's see if we can get him back uh, on the line here. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, I got too excited. Uh, okay, Kaylin Patterson. I hope you're ready. Uh, this is from Bianca, okay. and she says, uh, hashtag crushed. I hear that Desiree is no longer doing bikini. Has she done with bodybuilding as a whole? Oh, okay, Bianca. So real quick, let me finish my lineup here. Um, and I know, guys, we're just naming names. We're not really talking about the athletes, um, but we're running out of time, and I do want to give them their due and right. recognize their accomplishments. So, Bianca, I'll be right back with you. So fourth place in open figure short, Michelle Weishoff. Third place, Patricia Gobrecht. Second place, here's Whitney Zumdahl again. Whitney! And then first place was Britta Baumberger, and that's your open figure short champions for P4P undefeated. They looked great. Um, Bianca, I am, you are correct, I am no longer competing in bikini, but no, I am not finished with bodybuilding, natural bodybuilding. I'm embarking on a new adventure, and uh, I'm going to be training for the figure stage myself. So, you know, for all of the figure ladies that I'm wondering where you are, you know, hopefully I'll get a chance to uh, meet you, more of you um, in the 2019 competition season on stage. So that's where I'm headed next. Um, so, no, I'm not finished. It's just, a, it's just a new twist on my bodybuilding adventure. So hopefully I'll see you guys on a stage next year as well if everything goes well. Um, and speaking of figure, getting back to figure, in the open category, our second place goes to Aaron Young, and then first place goes to Don Cox. And Don was also our overall champion in pro car holder. Now, I do have to take a moment here, a short moment to give props to Don Cox. The first time I saw Don compete was at the Natural Peoria championships um jonathan agent show last fall and um we had interviewed don then don she she placed well she placed in the top five in her categories at that show but you know she was she was usually in a fourth or fifth place position and you know in that she wasn't as happy with that um, as as she wanted to be. And then she came back in this show. She made some changes. She changed coaches. She changed her strength training regimen. She changed her nutrition. She came back, and I was like, wow, who is this yes. woman? I mean, I didn't even really recognize her um, from when I had seen her prior. She had made that much of a change, and she just came out and knocked everybody over. I mean, just her overall, you would just see it on her face. Her confidence was more. Her look was polished. I mean, she was out there to do battle, and she did just that. And And I have to say congratulations to Dawn. She did. And, you know, and and I have to be honest here. So, Dawn, I'm going to go ahead and tell this story. But she had actually messaged me prior to P4P undefeated, and she was like, you know, I, I'm i not happy about how I looked at the NPC, the Natural Peoria Championships, and I'm really a little bit embarrassed about what my physique looked like. I hope I have the opportunity, um, you know, to be interviewed by you guys again and just show that, 
you know, show what I'm really capable of. And I was like, you know what? No worries, Don. I mean, there's nothing to be ashamed about. That's just who you were at that time. You know, I look forward to seeing you. And, um, and when I saw her, I guess I just wasn't prepared for the level of change that she made, but she did such a phenomenal job. So hats off to Don Cox. Go go ahead, Kaylin. I said she rocked it. I mean, it it was one of those where, as fans of the sport, you love to see the, uh, the competitors improve because, you know, they've gone through a lot of sacrifice, a lot of dedication, a lot of prep that, you know, a lot of people don't want to do. And we've had plenty of people that start, but they don't finish. They don't always finish. But she stepped her game up big time. And I just want to say kudos to that and props to you in mad respect for the transformation because that was a great, phenomenal turnaround. Yes. Yes, yes, no doubt. So, yeah, what he said. <laughs> um, <laughs> women's bodybuilding, hats off to Chris Clevin. And, uh, you know, she yes. just loved wow. her. Her interview is going to get posted. But the thing I remember about her interview is, like, she said, I just really want women to compete in natural bodybuilding. That's what I want. <laughs> and, you know, watching her, I do believe she is a huge motivating factor. If there are females out there that aren't sure about bumping up um, to the bodybuilding category um, or just not sure what it looks like, I mean, gals, she's a great example. When we get her interview up, be sure to check it out on Midwest Muscles Facebook page. But I just, I just love that about her and her motivation and inspiration of why she still competes because Chris is – Oh, I don't recall her age, but I mean, she is. What is she, Kaylin? Upper forties, early fifties. Yeah. So definitely. Yep, and you know she draws her her passion from wanting to inspire others. So again, hats off to Chris Clavin. She's your first place women's bodybuilding winner. Um, Men's physique again. Men's men's physique really is the counterpart to women's bikini as far as just the numbers that it's starting to draw and just the excitement that it's creating in the sport and among athletes. And so, seeing a lot of competitors in men's physique. So we had three classes at P for P undefeated. Um, Men's physique lightweight. Fourth place went to Scott Barinwald. Three, Lee Kirkwood. I know a lot of you know who Lee Kirkwood is. He's been around a long time. He's Lee made the transition from bodybuilding to physique and men's physique. And physique, he's been crushing it this year. So he's been placing very well. Um, second place, Lucas Scott. And then first place in men's physique light, you have this name again, and it's Matthew McClure. He took first place in his category in men's physique light. Um, men's physique middleweight, you have uh, second place Jordan Heiler, first place Josh Hare, and then men's physique um, heavyweight, you had Michael Raglan. He came all the way from Kentucky to compete at P4P undefeated. And uh, Josh Hare was your overall winner and pro card winner, just beating out Matt McClure by, like, a hair. Great look. Beat him out by a hair. No pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) I know, I know. But, you know, and that is one thing that Matthew would share. He, you know, he was really crushed. He has been striving for that pro card in men's physique for several years now. And to come so close, he didn't get it. 
I shouldn't say he was crushed. He handled it in stride, but it was disappointing to him. And then to come back the following week and earn his pro card, you know, just consistency and persistence. So, you know, hats off to all of those athletes. Um, Never give up. Women's physique. Women's physique, like Kaylin was saying, more people are trying to test this out, figure out where they belong. We're starting to see increased numbers in women's physique. Uh, Fifth place went to Joyce Aiken. Fourth place, Whitney Zumdahl. Third place, Tanil O'Leary. Second place, Don Cox. And first place, Chris Clevin. They both earned pro cards in that category. So, again, Don Cox on cloud nine came back, just sweeping the stage there. Uh, Men's bodybuilding in the light category, Lee Kirkwood second place. First place, Joe Mixon. Uh, Mixon? Mixon, Mixon. I think it's Mixon. I'm trying to remember the pronunciation there. Uh, Middleweight, Michael Raglan, second place. Roger Turner, first place. I think Mixon is it. I think you got it. Yes, it is. And then uh, heavyweight, Michael Tenier um, was your champion there, but he was also the overall winner and your pro card winner in men's bodybuilding. And, um, oh, my gosh couple more categories here. Bikini. Open short class. Fifth place, Emily Peterson, Kimmer Lothi. Third place, Katie Kiss, who had a great story. Um, hopefully we'll get her on the show so you guys can connect with that a little bit later. Second yeah. place, Tierney yeah. Cushman. And first place, it will be real talk, was uh, Sabra Wilson. So she was your Bikini Open Short Pro uh, winner. Bikini Open Tall, you had second place, Alma Mintz. And I would say Alma, she has been so close, so close, so many times, has come in second place several times. And Alma, if you listen to this show or if someone knows Alma and she's listening, um, and I need to reach out to her myself just to encourage her, stick with it, girlfriend. You, Your time is coming. Just continue with the diet, continue with consistency, few tweaks to your posing, but your time is coming. So don't get discouraged. Stick with it. Um, she was second place, open bikini tall. First place went to Ashley Serb and uh, had the pleasure of meeting Ow. Ashley at the Chi-Town Showdown a couple years ago. He was the best. So, he was the best. Yep. Yep, no Holy doubt. Word. And she was, um, she was your overall winner and your newest NGA Bikini Pro. So congrats to that group of ladies. And then men's open classic physique, we have Andrew Markovich, fifth place, Jordan Heiler, fourth place, Roger Turner, third place, Josh Hare, second place, and Matthew McClure, first place. So even though he missed out at men's physique, he earned his pro card in classic physique, and Josh Hare also earned a pro card in classic physique as well because of the large number of competitors in those couple of classes where there were double pro card winners, um, they yes, awarded yes. Two. They yep, awarded the first place that. and second place winners. Yep, Kaylin? This is uh, from, uh, I think it's Mankey. If I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I apologize. I think it's Mankey. Uh, but he's saying, wait a minute, I think you guys do. You're telling me that the judging was fair. But those two guys flip flop, meaning Hare and uh, McClure. And either you you want to explain it or I will. Um, they did flip flop. 
Um, and again, they flip flop in two different categories. But go ahead, Carolyn, go. and run with it. No, you already did. That that's the best reason for it because you're talking about two different criteria, and the, the, what was expected was shown in both those classes. Matt had a great classic physique, <laughs> and he did well. But then when you talk about the men's physique. It was a tighter group, and, and hair was coming above him by a hair, and I love that, Des. Great job with that. So, you know, you, you're talking about two different classes and categories, even though you're dealing with the same names. So what is expected for one is not expected for the other. So, of course, if, first, if one person is doing incredibly well in one, then, of course, he's going to be doing kind of less than the other because if you're fitting that criteria, that means you're not matching up with another. And... Yeah, great job for catching that, guys. Nice to know you're listening to the show that well. But also, it's nice to know that the judges did their job and their due diligence. Beth? Yeah, so, I mean, you have variables and criteria there, and then you also have variables in posing, symmetry, and all of those yes. things. So what you should recognize is the consistency that they both placed high and pretty much, yes. you know, comparable positions. So that consistency was there. But for whatever reason, because I wasn't a judge at that show and I only had a side view of the athletes um, coming out, for whatever reason, Matthew McClure filled the classic physique scenario better than Josh Hare and then vice versa for open physique. He did both. Now, I'm not going to go on a tirade about crossovers in totally different categories, in my opinion, <laughs> on that. We'll save that for another show. Um, yes. You know, had – and then, you know, Matthew came back at the OCB, and for that – for those athletes that showed up on the stage, he he was physique for that day. Um, yes, and, and – And – That's just how it is. That's just how it was. Yes. Um Preach. You know, Preach uh, it, yeah, I I can't because we're out of time and our listeners are probably yeah. falling asleep and yeah. dying off. But um, yeah. you know, it's it, you. The judges have to judge the athletes in a given category based on the criteria for that category and based on who is on stage with them. Yeah. And and that the outcome. Could, could change at any time for any given athlete depending on who is on stage with them. They might have a first-place physique at one show. They might have a second-place physique at another show. And their physique hasn't really changed, but what's changed are who is on the stage with them. And, and that's just something that you're always going to have to keep in mind. So I think the judges did do a good job with the criteria for the different categories. And one yes. – you know, one fit one set of criteria better than the other. One won one class, the other won the other class. So I think you're seeing a differentiator in the two physiques based on the given criteria that's there. And but then, you know, the judges have to award, yeah, but the judges have to award first through fifth place to somebody in each category. And it happens to be that body that best meets that criteria, even if they are competing in different classes. Um, and there you have and so I'm glad to see that Matt, that neither Matt nor Josh took first place in both of those categories because um, that, you know, 
their bodies were different, and it just goes to show that the judges were looking for what which physique best met that say? criteria for that particular category, and there you have it. And I drew that out way longer than it needed to, but there you have it. Um, one last – oh, go ahead, Kaylin. I said, no, you had to explain it, and you did a very good job of doing so because it is a presentation. You know, it is about what you have, yes. I don't know if I did a good job of explaining it, but I tried. Um, so, <laughs> one last shout out I want to give is that um, um, so my husband test judged at the P4P undefeated show, and we just got the results <laughs> back that he passed. Um, he received a high enough percentage for him to be considered an official judge now. So, congratulations to him. And Yay. I think that wraps up all the P4P news that I have, P4P undefeated news that I have, I should say. I'm going to find out the news about those P4P games. You guys better believe that. That's going to be coming up here. Or there I'm going to find one. out something. We're going to have some kind of update on Tuesday. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know who I have to threaten, but we're going to find out something. <laughs> there is one more announcement. We had a phenomenal halftime show, if you want to call it that. And he, his name is Rian, and he did a, a, a Ryan, I'm sorry. Yes. He did an Ryan, excellent yes. job of picking Snickerdoodle over cake out of the chocolate wave. Oh, stop, <laughs> Ryan. I'm going to have to talk to Ryan, too. But, you know, Ryan, hashtag Team 2.0, he's such a good dancer. I'll let him have that one. I will let him have that one. But you know what? That's going to count as your snickerdoodle shout-out. That's, that's, that's just what's <laughs> going to happen with that. So all I'm going to say is hashtag chocolate way for the win. And on behalf of myself, Kaylin, the boys at P4P Muscle, and chocolate whey protein lovers everywhere, your body is a temple. <laughs> so let's build it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.